Welcome to the Soul Football Show, the home of personal opinions and reactions to all kinds of soccer events happening all around the world. In today's podcast, we will be talking about the big issue that happened recently, um, Cristiano Ronaldo's interview with P.S. Morgan, how he backlashed Man U. And it's a big issue because it got many football fans talking about it. So in today's show, I'll be um, giving my personal opinion on the issue. And uh, moving from that, we also talk about some major highlights of some teams um, in preparation for the World Cup. Stay tuned. So, starting with the Cristiano Ronaldo issue, (laughs) uh, I think I should give my personal opinion on this. Okay, so... In my personal opinion, I think everything is wrong with that interview. I mean, every single thing is wrong with it. The timing, the expressions, the manner in which it was expressed, the club um, the club, to, the club it was expressed to Manchester United that uh, looked like a home for Ronaldo. Everything is just wrong with the interview. Now, let, let's start with the timing now. Look at it. Cristiano Ronaldo must have liaised with Piers Morgan as to the timing of that interview when it will be released. I'm 100% convinced Ronaldo must have had a conversation with Piers Morgan. Do not release this interview until a specified time. I'm very confident of that. Um, details were not revealed, but I can I can imagine that. The interview must have been conducted many weeks ago. Now, let's look at the timing. Ronaldo is not going to come back to the Manchester United dressing room. He's not going to come back to Ten Hag or look as um, Manchester United team in high to high. And then he knows there's going to be a break. And then it backlashes Manchester United that way. Many people have said it's a coward's way of um, going about it. Um, personally, yeah, I think I go with that. Because um, if you're going to say such kind of thing about Manchester United, that, that's huge. You should, you, should, you should be able to look into the highballs of your teammates and say that the timing was horrible he's not going to come back because he knows that is the end now let's look at what he said of course he said so many things in the interview he said so many things and some key things stand out he criticized everything openly he said the manager doesn't respect him so he doesn't respect the manager well no one knows what goes down um the dressing room and if there are any conflicts with um, both parties no one can tell for for a certainty but you can't go about criticizing your manager that way in a public interview no that's wrong 
okay look i'm not a romano fanboy but some things that are right are right some things that are wrong are wrong personally i love cristiano ronaldo he's a fantastic footballer i watch him i like some of the achievements he has made but come on let's be realistic it's a no-no you can't openly criticize your manager that way if there are issues it's that's to be private that's to be private even if he knows he's gonna leave the club you can't come out openly to criticize a manager that way that aside ronaldo also pointed that uh there are some people in that club uh, manchester united that don't want him well possibly there may be but the point is if people don't want you you need to look inward like why 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 is it that they don't want you well it's good personal or selfish reasons but let's let's look at it from another perspective since ronaldo has been in manchester united look at the performance individual performance of all these other players he did it has it has dipped not like manchester united was on a top-notch level before ronaldo came but the performance level dipped you know and it's all about ronaldo ronaldo will get you those goals yes he will but the performance level of every other individual dropped the same way it happened in juventus he came to juventus and then they lost their identity they couldn't ever play the juventus way anymore but still ronaldo got the goals he was at the forefront of the headlines regularly you see so that's the ronaldo effect now it's happening in manchester England. let me remind you about real madrid now karim benzema is scoring a lot of goals now and people think karim is back karim has always had the quality that's the truth karim has always had the quality i believe that but the thing is he was playing with ronaldo for about nine years you cannot outshine ronaldo ronaldo will always be in the forefront so what's my point my point is ronaldo always in a way whatever team he plays in he always take dominance and he's always at the forefront of the media pages because he's always going to get you goals performance level of other team members likely is going to dip and that's what's happening manchester in there. so for this reason maybe people have looked at uh, uh, looked into this matter and felt man i don't think we need ronaldo yet yes he's going to get you goals but we want a team we want a team that has an identity and i think that's the problem and, and i think that is why maybe some sections of the manchester united hierarchy do not want ronaldo and let's be realistic here from that interview you can clearly see that Ronaldo is just all about himself now let's take for example the manchester united versus Tottenham game when ronaldo walked off the um the match pitch and 
you walked out of the match pitch and that was about um, some minutes to spare before the match ended why the coach uh, he didn't start the game quite all right and then the coach summoned him he refused and then he angrily left the pitch who does that let's be realistic come on that's an insult to the manager an insult to the team so the point here is Ronaldo is just all about himself now he's not getting much time which of course obviously he doesn't like but he's not taking it as a professional he's not used to sitting on the bench we understand that but let's be realistic here this man is about 37 years old now he's not the player he was and he's not accepting that natural slow decline with good faith because it's going to come at some point or the other and that it is coming it has come it's catching up with him it doesn't change the fantastic record he has before now it doesn't change the history of magical moments he has created in the past however some things are just meant to be it's not the player he was and Tang is trying to build a new team that's team spirits and then we have a Ronaldo who's just all about himself so possibly again Ronaldo maybe doesn't match up with the system of the manager and then he said those things in the interview so I'm, I'm very sure he must have been very frustrated very frustrated because he doesn't he's not he's not playing he's not playing regularly and i think that's the major reason why he, he would accept or want to um, we would say such things in the interview it's not about any other thing yes he may have the interest of the club at that but his whole the reason why he's all out to attack manchester united manager and almost everybody is because he's not getting playing time and i've never conducted an interview um the previous season no he would not because he was playing regularly everything changed when Tena came and even before Tena came it was it was it was going to leave but reports reaching us is that nobody was willing to bank on Ronaldo nobody was willing to pay money on Ronaldo because they've not told the history if it comes every other person would dip you would lose your identity but he will get you goals nobody wants that nobody wants a team of an individual Everybody, football is a, is a game of, um, is, 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 a, is a team game. And most likely, teams are looking into that, not to factor in how much it will cause them to bring Ronaldo. So if you ask me, in my personal opinion, I think Ronaldo was wrong, you know, in always, in always, with that interview with Piers Morgan. And... Let's look at it from another angle. You have you, you are a professional. People look up to you. That's not a good example to set as a role model to younger players. Gamacho looks up to Ronaldo in the dressing room. Is he supposed to learn that he should disrespect his manager, his football club? No, that that's not that's not the way to go. That's not the way to go. And it's funny again because before this interview. People naturally see Ronaldo as a Manchester United legend. How? Now, you know, it's funny. Ronaldo said Manchester United betrayed him. 
but if you really look at this interview his interview with Pres Montan I think he betrayed Manchester United and that's the irony of it you can't say the club betrayed you because they didn't allow you to leave <laughs> there was no written agreement Ronaldo did never sign any written agreement that he would leave Manchester United if XYZ happened he signed a contract at Manchester United you see and he was never promised to be a starter that was not part of his contract so I, I really don't understand what it really meant by Manchester United betrayed him But on the other hand, I think he betrayed Manchester United because um, it is unethical to criticize the football club paying your wage at the moment. It's wrong. Critic- openly criticize your employer. Even in the workspace, it's, 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 it's unethical. It's wrong. It's wrong. And mind you... I'm not a Ronaldo fanboy, but I do like Ronaldo as a professional, as a footballer. I love the great magic. And I love his rivalry with um, Messi. But come on, although my personal preference, I prefer Messi. But the truth is the truth. Ronaldo's interview was, 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 was everything wrong. And it's not just about me. Because 90% of Manchester United fans feel the same way they believe Ronaldo is wrong and they are just behind their club they don't care about Ronaldo at this point in fact they want him out that's it so it's not it's it's clear Manchester United legends are not happy <laughs> Gary Neville of course is not happy with the Ronaldo interview Wayne is not and in fact Wayne has been criticizing him a long time ago he, to, he, he said publicly that he is part of the problem of Manchester United he's not the solution you see um, so uh, it, it's clear that not he's not having so, so much support and I don't know if any of listeners have taken note of the viral video on the internet uh, where um, Ronaldo met up with is captain um, Bruno Fernandes with the national team. Fernandes doesn't look too happy with Ronaldo. He greeted him casually, which is not, which is very shocking. As a matter of fact, Ronaldo was shocked. There was also another video um, in their training session where Ronaldo was actually having trying to get Cancelo's attention in a playful push of head Cancelo shoved him off like people are not really happy with Ronaldo because of that it's, 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 it's betrayal at the highest order and no no. and guess what Cancelo is a Manchester City player but some things are just not right even Ronaldo will feel at the back of his mind that I think it's a mistake so that's it. To sum up the uh, Ronaldo issue, on a personal note, I believe Ronaldo is 100% wrong with his interview with PS Maga. But uh, moving on from that, I do believe that's the end of the road for him, for Manchester United, and he's going to leave the club. It's a new club where we don't know, uh, because most teams do not really want Ronaldo for 
money reasons and the um for the sake of the team spirit you know and i think he's not even doing himself so much good because people are listening people heard the interview nobody wants somebody who come and divide the team and with that kind of interview everybody senses that rado could be a team breaker you see so that's a problem that's a problem but his next destination obviously 100% is is not going to wear the Manchester United jersey again where he's heading to for now it's unclear and um, next few weeks some things will get clearer but one thing is certain he's not going to play for Manchester United again and come January he's moving to another club so in summary, um, Ronaldo was 100% wrong with that interview. He could have done better, but over time, possibly he will be forgiven, and then we'll move on from that. Now moving on to the World Cup, um, some of the latest um, news uh, reaching us. Um, it's about uh, we'll just give you uh, I'll just give you an update about um, the players that are injured the high profile players that are injured not all the players that are injured so let me just do a bit of a rundown of um, high profile players that are injured for the World Cup we have um, Kipempe for France Paul Pogba N'Golo Kante Mike Magnan Christopher Nkunku Timo Werner Florent Wades, Diogo Jota for Portugal, Jorginho Wijnaldum for Netherlands, Diego Carlos for Brazil, Othomelo, Ben Chimwell for England, Rhys James for England, Jesus Corona for Mexico, Marco Ruz for Germany, Giovanni Lecioso for Argentina. Of course, there are many other players that are injured, but these are the high-profile um, players and there are some other players that uh, are being monitored they're not um, they are injured but not um, completely out um, their fitness level is still under much scrutiny and um, they might or might not play um, in the World Cup if at all they would have to recover later on they are not as serious as the first one mentioned who have missed out completely now we have in this section we have um, james madison um of of course england we have Suleimana of ghana we have sada Azmon of iran we have raul jimenez of mexico son yomin of south korea his fitness level is um, doubtful joe harlan of wales Caesar Aspilicueta, uh, of course, is not completely fit. Amina Harit of Morocco. And then Karim Benzema. Yes, Karim Benzema. His fitness level is not 100% and um, is a bit doubtful. Um, but hopefully he should regain um, his um, fitness as soon as possible. Now, another interesting thing about the World Cup is that Opta released um, uh, win probability of all teams. Well, not all teams, um, the major teams. Uh, and then it's funny 
that um, in the Optas World Cup 2022 prediction, Brazil comes out as the team that is most likely to win the competition. <laughs> That's quite funny because Brazil has not won, if I'm not mistaken, the last five editions of the World Cup. I think the last time they won was 1998. Mm. Anyway, from Opta's prediction, Brazil has a 15.8% of winning the World Cup. That's incredible, although I do not see Brazil winning the World Cup. I may be wrong, but I do not see Brazil winning the World Cup. And Argentina has, have the second highest probability of winning the World Cup, according to Opta. And they have a 12.6%. France. Uh, according to Opta, I have a 12.2% of winning the World Cup. Now, this is interesting. Uh, the fourth uh, most probable team to win the World Cup, according to Opta, is Spain. Let's not forget that um, Luis Enrique dumped out David De Gea of Manchester United for whatever reason. I, I don't know. I can't even understand it because the gear has had a fantastic season in my opinion and to be honest the gear has outperformed every of the three goalkeepers which, um, um, Spain is taking to the World Cup so I really can't understand why the gear is not in the team anyway that's not the um, topic to debate my point is Spain is weakened without the gear. Of course, they did fantastically well with Tunay Simeon and um, the last um, competition they played in. I'm trying to remember. I thought they did well. They did well. But they could have done better. You know, quality is quality. I think the gear could give them the hedge. And again, if you look at that, that Spain team, the only... uh, Fledged how to a striker they have in that team is Morata. I don't know any team that wants to win the World Cup and would have Morata as the only striker. Well, let's see how it plays out, but I do not think Spain have a very good chance of winning the World Cup. Anyway, not that Opta is saying they are going to win the World Cup, they're just saying that they are the fourth fourth most probable team to win the World Cup game. If I were to do this list, Spain would not be in the top 10 teams most likely to win the World Cup. My personal opinion. Anyway, moving on. Um, Opta also said England are the fifth. They have 8.7% of winning the World Cup. And then Germany have a 7.8% of winning the World Cup. That's in sixth place. And the seventh most probable team to win the World Cup is Netherlands. Well, fair enough. Moving on from that, Portugal has a 5.8% chance of winning the World Cup just behind the Netherlands. Now, the team of superstar, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you guess the team right, the team of superstar, well, that's Belgium, yes. Belgium. Belgium have um, 5.4% of 
5.4% um, chance of winning the World Cup. And then Denmark, Croatia, Uruguay, Switzerland, Senegal, interestingly, are the 14th most favorable team to win the World Cup. They have a 0.9%. The only African team on Opta's list of teams most likely to win the World Cup. And then Mexico, 15th with 0.9% on the level with um, Senegal and then 16th Serbia who have a 0.8% well it's it's just a prediction just to, um, um, based on numbers and certain factors they must have put in place best known to them but in my opinion if you had to ask me about who is most likely to win the World Cup well I think it's a team we are not looking at a team we are not paying attention to and I think Argentina have a good chance I think Germany have a good chance of winning the World Cup and maybe maybe this is the time for the Netherlands or the English team maybe I do not know but I know for a certain I don't know for a certain but I know most likely Brazil are going to win the World Cup that's what I think anyway let's see how it goes and um, in just a matter of weeks the World Cup will start and then We'll be able to see how it goes. So on this note, we come to the end of the show today. It's been nice hanging out with you guys on the Soul Football Podcast. Um, if you enjoyed um, today's episode, please listen again and again and you can always share on your social media platform facebook twitter instagram share the podcast that many more football fans like you can enjoy the interaction and if you want to be invited as a guest on the so football show simply um contact um, me from um you see my contact in the description of the podcast you can always reach out to me via email and let me know about your interest if you want to be on the show um in the meantime i just want to say thank you for listening and i really do appreciate every single one listening to this podcast um till another day bye for now